Okay. I, uh... We're a wolf pack. We're a wolf pack? Yeah. When there was, you know, it grew from one to two, and now there's three. We're a wolf pack. Oh. I picked this earlier today. Unbeknownst to me, we would have a fourth special <laughs> guest today. <laughs> three is the magic number. Do you know who's singing this, Jared? It's one of your favorites. Blind Melon. Bingo. I can tell by the voice. How about that? That's the first I'm time, impressed. maybe, that I ever got a song by High the artist's voice. High five. High fives. Um, we're back. Another episode. This is, this is a special episode with some special people, that being us. You guys having a good day today? Yeah. For the most part, I mean, it's really, really sunny right now. Because I'm wearing sunglasses inside a bar. Yeah, new uh, new location. Let's get That's right. Let's uh, let's drop the new news, new news to us. Uh, our friends over here at Maggie O'Brien's have been kind enough to allow us dipshits a little bit of real estate to come and do this show, have a little fun, look over our left shoulder at City Park, and over our right shoulder at our kids waiting for them to finish. That's right. It's kind of a nice deal, huh? I cannot tell you how excited I am about the fact that we just can walk from the training facility to do the recording. It's easy. It's the little little things in life. Jared's favorite beer, which is Guinness. They have good tequila. They have good gin. And they have other beers. And their food is delicious. They have the best lemon pepper chicken wings. wings. I'm serious. Like, people are going to be like, yeah, right. We're going to have to get them. They're delicious. Well, you know, the thing is, this place has been, I mean, it's been here forever. really has. I, I don't remember a time that it hasn't been around. It just prior COVID, post-COVID, prior to the stadium, they went through a massive renovation and they, they killed it. I mean, the place is packed come game day. It's you packed know, good, on 17 dates. Yeah. Well, and it's also packed... Blues games, yeah, blues games, right. Cardinals games, trolley stuff. Yeah, you're anything. Right. I mean, they do the trolley down to the blue, the Blues and the Cardinals, and yeah. So I mean, it's a great spot. Well, I just want to thank the team at Maggie O'Brien's for uh, in, uh, allowing us to have some fun down here, plug in, do these shows. So we're going to be down here often uh, on episode nights, having a couple pints, maybe a few wings, talking some soccer talk. Um, Today was kind of intended to be a, a simplistic catch-up day. Yeah. Because we have been on a... It's been a roll, a lot of episodes, a lot of guests, you know, from a lot of different corners, frankly. Um, so we're taking a little bit of a breather. It's going to be just us plus one. We have a plus one. Not just any ordinary plus one. Say hello, plus one. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure how I am on right now. I was literally just uh, dropping Drew off, and Jared was standing there, and I said, let's grab a drink. And he, I walk in, and they're like, they put me on the mic. So for those of you that are listening, this person that picked up Jared on the side of the road is actually Kelly, his wife. So <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's paint a yeah. clear picture there. Well, it's funner. To not funner, yeah, that's a word. By it's the way. more fun. No, it's actually funner. Is it? It is. Really? I don't. Think it sounds so. dumb, but it it's actually fun. Dumb. Well, we have plenty of time in this episode to Google's check that funner. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this: we have some some pretty um, 
uh, steady fans that are avid listeners that wait till the shows come out. And multiple of those listeners have told me on multiple different occasions, you guys need an OG episode. Um, your guys' guests are phenomenal. Um, you guys are tackling all these cool issues from Soccer Mom Sunday to all these different high school NCAA and uh, a lot of them, and maybe this is patting our own back, a lot of them enjoy the intro with just us three quite a bit with the pinnacle points, and they're asking. So we're just, we're just delivering to the fans. We're giving them what they need. Yeah, well, and then we'll get the feedback that maybe we should just keep the guests in the format. Yeah, that we have. The numbers are going to be like seven, and all six of the first ones will be Jared on repeat. But here's yeah. what's Damn, really, we sounded what's good. really cool. This is episode 91. 91. 91 of these things when we originally set out i i don't know if i would have gone over under 12 12 is your number yeah because i thought we could get through you know just some topics and some conversations and bring on some people you guys had kind of in the pocket and then i thought and then that was fun yeah well I, i did the math in my own head 20 was mine yeah uh, I was 150. <laughs> well, you, you would have won. Well, not actually, you wouldn't have won yet. But. By Price is Right rules, I would have won. We, Kelly, how many did no, you think you we'd over. end up doing? Six. Six? Oh, you're right. I thought it would, would just be you guys right. do it a couple times and just kind of fizzle out, but uh, I was wrong. Very wrong. Are I, you still listening? I listened today to the episode uh, Slew Missouri State with Kyle Hebert and Johnny Klein. So, yes. Now, do I listen to all of them? No. Be careful. We can mute you. <laughs> <laughs> I w- but I think that's what's cool. Is yeah. that you, you can kind of jump around Absolutely. And, and find you know, a topic well, or a guest that you're like, oh, I, I would love to hear what they There's definitely say. certain guests that I make sure to listen to. Uh, Tim Leonard, Ren Herzog, people, who, honestly, that I know yeah. and that have made an impact on my life and my son's life. They, they are the ones that I sure. specifically listen to. Do you, okay, so you jump around a little bit. <clears throat> I've talked to a few people, friends of mine, that they have to do them for whatever reason In sequentially. Order. Yeah. And the thing is, like, to a degree, some of the conversation early, if it's current event, a game, relevant, to a degree, the, that stuff's in order. But for the most part, the, the guest content is, is largely evergreen. What they don't know is... <clears throat> Starting in episode 45, we created a story arc that we're we only in the middle of. Yeah, you, did, you guys didn't know that? Yeah, I, 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 well, I knew it. I, I just I picked up on it. I read the room. <laughs> no, or shit. I didn't know it. No. No. I mean, no I just found out Funner was real today, too. So I'm, I'm not sure I believe that yet. Uh, you can Google it. If it wasn't from you, like anybody else saying that, I would be like, nope, not tr-. like if Jared said it was a word. <laughs> I say it all the time, I and I knew it was a word this whole time. No. I knew you did. Do, do you, you, lay, you lay on the raft and you're pulling like, yeah. babe, let's have funner time. Hey, I seen that this was going to be funner <laughs> the whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> there we go. Uh-huh. Well, I come up on him the other day, and I seen him. He was right there. Well, let's uh, let's do a quick shout-out to a couple of our, uh, supporters of the show. Uh, Crescent Plumbing Supply, I want to bring them up, um, because I was actually out that way the other day, and just a reminder, it's not just you're working with a designer and you got to order the stuff and you wait six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is. There's literally, hey, faucets broke, walk in, pick one out, walk out, and you don't have to go through the depot line. 
uh, check them out. They've been great at supporting the show. AxesPT.com. Um, had a mom the other day say, you know what? We're going to check it out because uh, the daughter is a gymnast and has a little bit of a tweak. And they're like, we just we know it's not super serious, but we need a little help. They heard it on the show. I'm like, I'm glad to hear that. And finally, our friends, Chris and Bill, thepinnacleloans.com. Uh, appreciate all your support. Um, this episode is actually, this is a big shout out to Chris and Bill today because I believe this episode probably going down the road of pinnacle points <laughs> to infinity. Yeah. Not I don't just think, three. I don't think that. we need to say that every time. I don't know. I might. Pinnacle points 62. Can we, char- <laughs> we'll just charge more. Yeah. Hey guys, Bill's, Bill's coming. Don't I worry I think about it'll it. be funner. Don't. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> can't I, I will go back and edit this if we hear funner one more time um, so a lot of a lot of stuff going on in soccer world pop world school world all that stuff um, Jared what's oh that's right I tell you what Zach, I, I, you go first because I'm gonna well I can set up. I can set the stage if you like yeah go ahead um this time of year, um, so for our listeners and our avid listeners, they know, new listeners, I'll tell you, we have 15-year-old kids that are in high school, different ages, freshmen, sophomores, playing the sport we love, they're boys. Um, we have multiple friends in the industry, or if you will, um, where we have you know other teammates and other teams' teammates and siblings. and So I'm real fond of this time of year when you start to see the 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 commitment videos and there was one from yesterday oh, yeah. that brought a tear to my eye yep. because I love this family and I yep. love these people and we're going to play it and I'm going to say a few remarks afterwards and you guys probably will as well but go ahead and shoot it okay here we go uh, my name is Caroline Shire and I'm excited to announce my verbal commitment to St. Louis University roll bills I chose SLU because of the positive competitive environment along with the family dynamic of the team and the coaches. I felt very welcome when I stepped foot on campus and knew it was the perfect fit for me. There you go. All right, dude. Wow. So first off, let's dissect the video. Um, let's effing go first off. Yes. I mean, that just is emotional for me because Drew has played with her middle brother, her next youngest brother, Jack, as you guys know, for seven years. Yep. We've really got to know Brian and Julie, and um, Scott Gallagher's through that whole thing. They're also extremely high-profile friends of the show. They, Scott Gallagher and what they do and continue to do with that girl and going there and all the other girls that are committing. There's there's videos anywhere on social media that you can look at right now. And, 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 and I, this is just a place in my heart. So congratulations to whoever's committing to wherever. But, I, I mean, awesome. Well, how, how, here, here in our backyard, you know, for all of us that are on socials, you know, you go through... It really is kind of staggering when you when you watch it and you see the number of kids, boys and girls, girls both on both sides of the fence, just two, three, four, five of them daily committing to really high powerful high power schools, you know, great academic institutions. It's it really says a lot about the overall community uh, of the clubs and the pathway, and it's really kind of fun. It's almost like you know that daily Facebook memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and I think uh, 
The Chire family is is so great. Brian's been an avid listener and a guest on the show. And, so and reached, a host. And a host. And I reached out to him yesterday after I saw that come out. And um, I know he's excited. He's proud. Yep. So is Julie. And I know Max and Jack are as well. Because God. now, not only are they instrumental, as, as Caroline said in, in the video, for her to get to where she is, now they get to continue to watch her play. Oh. And I think that's something that's really, really cool is they can just go down the street and, and watch their big sister play at SLU. I, for me, uh, I texted him as well, and I said congratulations, and he just texted back, what an exciting day, and, and, and not to beat this up to death, but I said, I hope you get to do it two more times, yeah. and I hope I'm lucky enough to do it one time with my wife. Yep. And um, um, that came off weird. It but did. They, um, <laughs> I'm glad it was you that said it, because if it was me that said it, uh, was it a funnier time? That <laughs> <time>? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hope we're fortunate enough to be able to do it. You know, God willing, yeah. no crystal ball health, all that stuff. I just kudos to the Shires, kudos to Caroline, and all the kids that are committing right now to higher universities, uh, education universities. Congratulations! It's exciting times right now. Agreed. What you got, Zach? Your turn. We're just so, gonna go. We're gonna go in a circle. Here. Yeah, Get I, ready, Kelly. I, I, last night, watching the city game against Vancouver, late at night, it was kind of a ugh, game. I think Vancouver kind of put it to us pretty well. <laughs> uh, but my issue is, why are we taking a 16-day break in the MLS and then? play one game to determine who goes the rest of the way for the playoffs. Well, I, there's an international break um, what, next week I think? Yeah. So you have an international break. You had a lot of teams with game in hand still. Uh, so there's catch-up that's going to occur. Uh, but taking it out that long, I really don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, It just seems weird. You take a 16-day break <clears throat> and then you get one final game. So if you're a team that's on the bubble like Vancouver, Kansas City, all these other teams that a win at, in that last, what they're, what they're calling it, decision day. They call it Champions Day, Champions, uh, day yep. in, in the English Premier League. That's a big deal. And if you, one of your stars is playing internationally and they get hurt in that break, that's a big deal. I don't know. I, I just I didn't realize it until well, last night I mean, that that break was going on. That's another little bit of a kind of oops we really should have thought this through further and i understand the primary reason why mls season is spring through fall because you can't have middle of season games in chicago with you know 27 inches of snow on the field you know in, in the middle of winter so we're here but what comes along with that is the rest of the european leagues you know the major right. leagues around the world are fall through spring and they they set these breaks up that are more accommodative to that schedule earlier in, earlier in all of their seasons. So there's still time to recover in the event that there is an injury, you know, prior. And it can happen at any time. Sure. I, mean, this is all oh, I get that. Hypothetical. But but if you're Miami, <laughs> you just had your star. Yeah. Miami's done. They're not getting it. Well, they lost last night 3-0 to Chicago or 4 Something like that. Well, I wanted, I wanted to bring that up. And actually, I'm going to skip you real quick. Then we'll come back. So you no keep thinking. No problem. <laughs> because this is kind of one of my points today is talking about the game last night in Chicago. Uh, for those of you that are aware, Miami went up to Chicago. Chicago had this deal. Uh, well, they didn't have a deal. They have a big, big stadium. And they were able to sell 60,000 seats before Messi got injured. Here's my 
issue with what happened with last night's game. The official MLS report on injuries for the game, for the rosters, showed Messi as questionable all the way through. Messi didn't travel with the team. Right. So, so how is he questionable? It, I, it, yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, so you sold 60000 What you, Are you looking for more walk-ups? The, the news was already out that he was injured. That, to me, was the league... And I'm not even going to really blame Chicago that much because Chicago, what was it, yesterday or the day before? Yeah, they announced a, a, not a promotion, but they announced kind of a, you can take a portion a of the, the ticket sales you had. Yeah. Not a refund, but you could put that towards purchasing future tickets. Future tickets. Yeah, kudos to the ownership group there yeah. because they're really trying to get something going there. And they've had a lot of people complain about them over the years. And I think they're trying to they're doing the right thing there in my opinion well you know the thing is like the league knew everybody knew you know within the miami camp he's not going right he's not going to play let's not make this thing nefarious because there's already the percolating issues of him in the league you know look there's way more positives at this point than negatives but if they continue to do these things and just kind of use him as literally just a trophy mantelpiece. And, and not something that's, you know, gr- growing the game on the field. I have an issue with that. Yeah, I don't know how you control that. I, I really don't. I mean, other than not putting on the on the questionable list. But yeah. I think Chicago pretty much squelched that when they announced their deal, right? So by them saying, hey, we'll, we'll take a certain amount of your dollars that you put to these tickets and put them towards future tickets, pretty much tells the public, Messi's not coming. He's not playing. Yeah, I mean, realistically, if you figure an average, if they use it at roughly a hundred bucks per person, you know, because the deal was pretty hefty, that's a six million dollar kind of gift back gift card to the fans. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's a gift card because if they don't use it, nobody loses. Yeah. Anything. Kelly, what's on your mind today? Well, I certainly wasn't prepared, uh, given that I just planned on dropping the boys off and going home and doing <laughs> some laundry and making dinner. Um, <laughs> Do you prefer uh, folding or ironing? None. Neither? Neither. No. Ugh. No, I prefer Jared doing it, which normally he does. I do. Um, I'm, dude, I'm phenomenal at laundry, by the way. Yeah, I, bet. I, I, I believe that. Wait a second. Let me. Kelly, is he phenomenal at laundry? Pretty fucking good. <laughs> He's good at getting it done. He's not good at folding. Oh, he, he puts the shirts in the drawer sideways. Sideways? And I oh, it drives me crazy. Why are these so shirts I, go in a drawer anyway? Why are they not on a hanger? Well, just like T-shirts and like, <laughs> yeah. I, He's I staring mean, at me like I'm crazy. Like, why don't you put your shirts kind of sideways? Part, well, I, I mean, what do you mean sideways? Like, you know, like usually they're lengthwise, like top to bottom, and he does it horizontally on top of my. Wait, wait, wait. So if I pull like, the drawer open and I look down, the collar is on the left. No, there's no collar on these shirts in the drawers. Oh. Well, I mean, it's still a collar. It's just not like a flip-up collar, like a collared shirt. But it still has like a collar. Mm. You know? Does this have a collar? Yeah. goes around <laughs> your neck. <laughs> Zach, does this have a collar? It Zach, does. you're the one that worked in apparel. I, yeah. I, I did. You, yeah. you had 39 retail jobs specifically about <laughs> collars. No. <laughs> 38. We Only totally digress. What's on your mind today, collars. Kelly? Okay, so since I wasn't prepared, obviously I'm going to promote uh, our business on the Rocks Beverage oh, Company. Oh. I mean, 
why would I not? So we have a couple of events coming up. We're wrapping up kind of the fall festival season. Um, We have Grove Fest this upcoming weekend, which I think uh, this episode will be out after that. So I'm not going to put a whole bunch of time into that. But after that, we have Witches Night Out, which is in Kimswick, Missouri. And it's... uh, a huge event where a lot of ladies go and they shop and they drink, um, and that's October 14th. And then two weeks after that, again in Kimswick, is the Apple Butter Festival on October 28th and 29th. Who? That honestly is an is an awesome event. They have such we're good gonna have food some delicious drinks for that too. And oh. They expect a hundred thousand people and. It's well worth it. Thousands of vendors, everything you could imagine, um, including biscuits. our, yeah, they have biscuits. They if have, you're they looking have for apple Santa butter. decorations, this is your spot. No, I was, I was <laughs> I, did you not hear? I, I was asking about biscuits, not Santa decorations. But yeah, they have they biscuits. Have <laughs> they have biscuits. They have Santa. They have everything. Um, but and yeah, apple, it's, it's and apple butter and apple butter, <laughs> and, and of course our fabulous what, drinks. What's so. what's better? Let me add, uh, poll everybody here: apple butter or sorghum? I don't know what sorghum is. So. Yeah. apple butter. Seriously? Yeah, sorghum. Nah. Uh, what is sorghum? Is there much? Is there is there like name anything that potentially on a real good biscuit that's done right? With the right apple butter, is there anything better than apple butter on a biscuit? Only butter? sausage gravy, yeah, or maybe the right jelly. You know, that was homemade. No, white, no. just white butter. That's Salted pretty good. white butter. Yeah, that's a, a good it's biscuit. Fine, but I'll that's take okay. apple butter. That's pretty basic. Yeah, I know. That's kind of like doesn't need to be. I just don't do jelly. Do you guys do jelly? I do jelly. I love Every jelly. No. Yep. <laughs> Inside I peanut butter, outside it. jelly. I like peanut butter and honey. <laughs> peanut butter and honey is my jam. Yeah, I do. So I guess I'm up now. What you got? What's, um, what's, what's new in Jared here's world? Here's where I'm going with this, and I'm going to have one negative thing today, and I'm going to sound like a crybaby pissy pants, and maybe it's age. It's reflecting my age. I am welcoming San Diego to our league because I am hoping rumors are true and we go east because I am done with midweek 930 games. I can't oh, make it past the first half. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, mean, I was struggling. And like, I, I, whose idea? I mean, I guess it just is what it is with the time zones, but the 930 games midweek or even Sunday night it's are tough, freaking man. awful. It's, it's rough. Yep. Well, well just <laughs> in general, midweek games, I saw something on Twitter today about Austin. Austin has an amazing fan base. <clears throat> They had like 13,000 people at their home game last night. Yeah, but I, th- I think that is, that's a, that's a byproduct of the team, the org, the promotions, et cetera. Because when we have a midweek week game, and granted, it's year one, we're still putting, well, every, they all sold out. So Did we have going. any 9.30 Central games midweek? I think we had a Sunday night game that was late at home. We had a 9 o'clock. Or we had a... I don't remember. There was one game that was pretty late. I think well, it was 8.30. We had, we had the it? rain delay, too. Oh, that no, was, yeah. I hope there's a rain delay every game. You just that go straight nice. to the watering hole and just hammer <laughs> beers. I loved it. No, I mean, that, that is the reality. San Diego comes in. You've got some imbalance in the in the divisions. Us going east, just geographically, 
makes the most sense. And we're going to play at 630 Central if that's the case on these games, on the national night games. I would love that. Yeah, the challenge, I think, I mean, because we're all lame and go to bed at like 8. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's it, we all have to work. Or kids even that have yes. school that are trying to compete and play and practice right. and eat and, and, and do homework. I mean, kid, your, your youth can't even watch that game Well, you're, you're in luck, Jared, because uh, get our guest for episode 100 is Don Garber. You can ask him personally to make the move. <laughs> That would be great. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I think we need refills. Yeah, we could do that. Zach, what do you what do you got going on in your head here next? I've got a couple topics that I want to bring up that are not necessarily pinnacle points, just some topics of conversation that I want to get your thoughts on. Well, let me let me talk about what a about mine? I, want, I, I want mean to, your, uh, your okay. the, I want to <laughs> your. What about mine? Not yours. <laughs> <laughs> Does oh, this I, all come back to the funner and that I disagree uh-huh, with you? Uh-huh. No, I definitely okay. want to get your opinion on this because we're all over the board. Today, we're going to mix it up between sport and everything else I often. Uh, I got to ask, Brianna Coppage. Are you familiar? Anybody? Anybody? She would be that St. Clair School I'm District aware. teacher. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. That yeah, was I making $42,000 a year and then was asked to leave because... She has an OnlyFans oh, page. Oh, I did see that. I work in Union, by the way, uh, so everybody knows, everybody does know. That's pretty close to St. Clair. And them Unionites down there, they have a lot to say about this thing. Oh, they love her. <laughs> Look, I'm interested. I, I would love to talk to Mandy about this. Because she is a teacher in the St. Clair School District. Yep. Part of a union. Yep. She's on administrative paid leave currently. Correct. So... Like, I would love to know what's in the verbiage of those contracts, because is she doing anything wrong? Mm, that's a sticky question. Is there a, what 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 is the the page that she's doing? I know it's OnlyFans, but what is she doing? Uh, explicit, explicit, explicit acts with her husband involved and other parties. Okay, then I'm sure there's a morality clause. There's not a morality clause. Seriously, there's a morality a clause. Not not in your personal life. Yeah. At the school uh, and if on the school. If she was doing event. it at school grounds or with a student <laughs> or a, another teacher, that would be different. But if she does that on her own time, then it's that's why she's not fired because there's more to it than just we don't like that you're doing that. They can't just fire her for that because she has the right to do that technically. Yeah. So, and, well. <clears throat> and then X's and O's, the numbers. <laughs> yeah. X's and O's. You know, I mean, you know, she's uh, 42K with, you know, some benefits, whatever. Yeah. And you have to deal with all the parents or, you know, the rumors at this point are 150K. Well, over, especially since it's been over exposed. 12, 15, yeah. 20K per month. Um you know, to do that. Hey, well, babe. another, another, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ideas are floating with the business pool. group. <laughs> there, hey, Chris and Bill, we'll see you later. We got this covered. <laughs> there was another story that I just read of a cop, female cop, pulled over uh, a civilian. He, the driver, uh-huh. said, You can't give me a ticket because I've seen your private parts. She has an OnlyFans page as a police officer. And oh, he. Oh, TJ Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was perfect. Well done. So it, it's it's a, and that just came to you. Did, yeah. Wow. It did. He's fast. He's funner today. No, yeah. I just think it's it's a, it's an interesting topic that is going to continue to be an issue, well, and I think there will be clauses that have to be put into contracts for different people. There are already things about social media and things like that, but I doubt Saint Clair, Saint Clair 
school district has a social media policy for their teachers built into their contract. They might. I don't know. Well, I, this is what I don't know. On OnlyFans, do you have to be 18 or 21? I don't know. Okay, so I'm assuming it's 21, but I, that's maybe assumptions. I, are I would not, assume uh, it's not. I, I think it's 18. 18. Is it 18? Well, yeah. then the thing that is hairy, which they will put in these contracts, is there could be 18-year-old kids within that <clears> hallway <throat> that that could access yeah, the site. I didn't, yeah, it's we we're it, going down a rabbit well, hole. Do you guys know? Yeah. Also, just this is this is just so we know here, the 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 subscriptions went way up since it was exposed. And then she actually has, I think, a PhD, or no, she has a master's and she's going for her PhD. So the reason she's doing this, quote unquote, is to pay for her student loans rapidly. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, at that I, rate, I teach that's their own, three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think there's a lot of ethical discussions you could have. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are teachers that bartend in the summertime. Well, it, it and some would say that's morally unacceptable because they don't no. believe that drinking is not is okay and that if a kid walked into that bar and saw their teacher pouring drinks or drinking that could cause that's there's a, a big lot leap. well i just it's, think too it's, 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 but it's not for some i'm a chippendale i think the yeah. well <laughs> i think <laughs> the, the expansion <laughs> well down in the what is that the the, yeah, the fountains in florida you're a chippendale at the uh, senior community yep. um no but i think the explosion of the gig economy in general you right. know Uber and uh, Instacart, and uh, this is all just an extension of that. You know, yep. they they don't make enough, so go make more money. Yep. I get it. Hey, we are at Maggie O'Brien's uh, down here on Market Street, Caddy Corner, cross street from City Park. I'd like to thank you guys for allowing us to crash and run the show from here for a little bit until you tell us don't come back. Jared, <laughs> like Wingy. Yeah, <laughs> We're you know t- that Zach. What's it, what's that? I said Jared like Wingy. It's time to get some wings. Oh, yeah, we're gonna wingy, wingy. Yeah, it's a Tommy Boy reference, asshole. Well, no, it was not. It is wingy, wingy. It's a Tommy like wingy, isn't it? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. It's either Tommy Boy or the other one with David Spade that. um, Not wingy, wingy, wingy. No, it's W I N G Y, wingy. Hey, here's the thing. Okay. We all have smartphones. We'll check on the yeah, break. We'll check on both We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with some more soccer updates. I actually have a few things about uh, the local high school rankings and uh, a little bit more on MLS. NCAA, too. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, a lot of news there. So we'll be right back, guys. Tommy Lightwing. Zach here. I love my kids, really. And when my kids have a knock, a sprain, a tweak, I like to get them back to 100% as soon as possible. I also hate deductibles. I get it. But now, in Missouri, I don't have to waste any unnecessary copay after my child rolls their ankle because now I can go straight to a PT. No more pediatric visits in a germ-infested lobby waiting for permission to go to a physical therapist. Axis Physical Therapy has 19 locations from Glen Carbon to Winsville and specializes in rehab, especially soccer rehab. So instead of burning a couple of needless hours and cash going to get a referral, take that bump or bruise straight to Axis. Go to AxisPT.com for more info and feel free to Venmo me your half the savings. Yo, Jared here. Remember the pool pandemic of 2021? I was infected. 
I needed my own oversized oasis in Wentzville. I needed a simple solution to pay for it. So I reached out to my favorite undefeated CBC freshman standouts, Bill and Chris, at The Pinnacle Loans. Long story short, I have my pool. It's a flipping hammer. The loan process with those guys was so simple. Even I did it. Now, every time I get in my pool to drink ice cold beer, I can thank the team over at ThePinnacleLoans.com. That's ThePinnacleLoans.com. 20-0 as freshmen? Really? We're back. Got a couple of refills here. Got the wing, wingies, weenies. The wingies have been ordered, and, and Jared is correct. Oh. And I apologize and for I, even doubting I said you. likey. It's Tommy Want Wingy. Oh. So I was wrong, too. That's why I thought it was wrong. Yeah. So Tommy Want Wingy. <laughs> so so, <That's>, so <laughs> the demand was off, but the noun was proper. Yeah. The reference was <laughs> accurate. I love it. Are you a Will Ferrell fan? Uh, Tommy Boy. Uh, yeah. Well, no, well, no not. Sorry. I mean, he's not in Tommy Boy, but heck, no, yeah. I know. Um, why am I trying to blank? Who's our boy? Big guy, little coat. Tommy Boy. What's his name? Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. Thank you. Chris Farley fan. Absolutely. Yes. But I thought, but you two, I, but I thought you guys grew up in households where that stuff wasn't. By the time Chris Farley yeah, was really was popular, was, when we, we were, were in high school. You yeah. sure? Yeah. Like Adam Sandler. Like, My mid favorite to late movie 90s. is still Billy Madison. Yeah, those are all mid to late 90s. We could make our own decisions or go to friends' houses that weren't we're as sneak- restrictive. We were sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought homeschooling lasted through 24. I wasn't homeschooled. Oh. I, I was. <laughs> um, yep, I was. That, yep, that's me. That was all me. <laughs> Oh, we're back. We're down here at Maggie O'Brien's. We've got uh, fresh drinkies and weenies, weenies on the way. See, it sounds like weenies. <clears throat> it does. And well, that's no, because he, he actually said, said weenies. Yeah. I did. Not on purpose, though. Um, got a lot, a lot of topics running around here. Uh, Jared took a peek over your uh, notes, just like he did back in high school. Uh, <laughs> and he noticed one of People it. were cheating off me, dude. Yeah. I know. No. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Dude, I am a genius. I know. All right, just as long as you know. Yeah. Okay. Hey, okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's touch on your VR VAR issue. Yeah. So for those that have been paying attention to anything soccer related, last week Liverpool played Tottenham. I brought this up in a, a previous episode. Tottenham went up uh, early, and then there was a red card that was called VAR confirmed. Actually, changed the yellow to a red. And then right after that, Liverpool but, but goes you think, down. So scores. we're clear. You think it was a red? You, it, I still believe if you come in that hot and hit somebody's leg that high, too. that high, that's a red card. Okay, so I, so you're okay with the, the red re- card? Okay, there's controversy for sure, and I'm I'm open to the debate. Well, let's get to the goal. But the, what's not debatable <laughs> is whether or not Luis Diaz was offsides. He was not offsides. It was called offsides in the field. However, the replay booth was not communicating appropriately with the team on the field. And so what ended up happening was there was a miscommunication. VAR team thought the ref was asking to confirm that he was on sides. They said, yes, confirmed. They disallow the goal and the VAR team says, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we said he was on sides. 
Oh, onside. well, we were trying to figure out if he was offside. <clears throat> offside. The goal was dis- offside. Sorry. The goal was disallowed. <laughs> Liverpool loses the game. <clears throat> then <laughs> the organization that manages the VAR and the referees releases the audio transcript. Why did they do that? I don't really know other than for transparency's sake. Uh, so they release it. There's tons of videos out there of people reenacting the the words. Yeah, I mean, just to just to <clears throat> excuse me to summarize what they were saying, they basically were in full blown panic. Holy shit, this is wrong! Stop him! Stop him! Yes. Stop the game! Well, we can't. Well, no, you can you stop can. him, and they're all losing their mind because they know it was a, a good goal. A, that it was one. There was a goal. But the pressure that's on VAR globally, right? We're experiencing it here in MLS. You do not want to miss something. Look, you miss a yellow card that's a red, or you miss an offsides that doesn't end in a goal. Um, it, you know, it is what it is. But that's a, that, I mean, that's points. And in that league where the teams are worth billions, points matter. Well, and one thing. I want to know, and I don't even think our buddy George could answer this. I know in the NBA... Doubt it. The <laughs> <laughs> in the NBA, they have a center in, I think it's in New York, where all these VAR officials are watching every game, but they don't have one official per game. Some of these officials are, are monitoring multiple games at the same time. <clears throat> so they have to think quickly right. when they're called upon. And so... I don't know if that's the case in English Premier League, but it goes to a theme that we've been talking about on this show a lot about VAR related to handballs, offside. Well, did you hear it? in general. You you guys see what Pulisic said about the whole thing? No. Pulisic was basically, get rid of it all. Get rid of VAR. So what? Let it be human error. You know, we we keep going down this path and, you know, I get what, from a player standpoint, I actually get it. Like, you know, forget about the stops and you know when when you see the ref walking over to the sideline to put his head in a box to look at a screen it's just i get they're trying to get it right and it does matter i just pointed out the value that that these points mean to these teams but from a pure standpoint the human element of it it's kind of like part of the shtick i agree with that except when you watch the Chiefs Jets game on Monday Night Football. I don't, yeah. When it was clearly not a foul, the Jets intercept the ball to to re, to go back and, and potentially win the game in the fourth quarter. The ref doesn't throw the flag until after the interception's been made for a defensive hold. Yeah. In that moment, you want that to be reversed. You want somebody to look at that and go, "That's not right. It's not fair. Let's get it right." And so I understand both sides. I think there's just got to be a better way. We've got to talk about it more. To Kelly's point earlier about the morality clause, there's a lot of these issues that were not issues 10 years ago that are now because of technology. We have to adjust. We have to adapt to what's now. And we can't go off of you know what we had 10 years ago, even five years ago. Speaking of other sports that don't mean a lot to me, one of, my, one of the points I wanted to bring up today uh, now that the uh, Major League Baseball started its playoffs, Cardinals finished in dead last, and I don't care. I'm like, <laughs> like 
I, I feel, and I, you know, it's one of those things. I love the Cardinals. Look, if they're making a run, great. I'm a fan. I'm not going. Uh, but unless you have green I can't. Seats. I yeah. for free. Well, even no. Kim had some. I didn't go. She's like, why don't you go with me? Nope. Oh, I would have gone. That's dumb. That's why, dumb. why is that dumb? Because it's America. You you can't enjoy yourself at a ballpark with the smells. America's about beer. freedom. I want to sit on my couch yeah, and order but my the pizza. Green seats. You get a buffet beforehand. I, all the free drinks and food. All the games. Dude, I'll sit fun. anywhere in that stadium with the family, and I just enjoy. They're like, not going to sit with you. You're 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 the guy still walking around, standing in corners. No, Who not going baseball, baseball, baseball game. game no, with? no, I'm pretty calm, and it's Kelly, pretty relaxing. Kelly, does he sit down at a ball game? He actually does. Yeah. Is he fun at a ball game though? Because oh he doesn't God. care. Yeah. Fun any. He, he doesn't care about the outcome yeah. of a baseball <laughs> I game. I think either one of us would be like, absolutely, we'll go. I mean, I'm I'm disappointed we didn't make a single game this year. That's not like us. I haven't made a single game in six years. That's wrong. You went last year. I, I remember. S- you do not remember. You did go one game last year. I remember you had to go and you were pissed off about it. I guarantee. No, I guarantee that I didn't go. That's probably me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was you because your kids sang in the outfield yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I went because... you would you be pissed? It's a Cardinal game. I don't, no, but, it, it, I, I but don't I think, have a good time. I, I honestly I can ex- don't. I can explain I really don't. why I'm completely ambivalent beer, anymore. food, sports. $13 no, sports. beers, $12 nachos. It's hot. It's slow. Everybody's getting up and moving around. It's not... It, you barely watch the game, most people. Yeah, well, I think know. it's just what I grew up with. Me too. Like, I did too. Absolutely. But I just now, I if I could choose where I'm going to spend my time, it's not going to be at a baseball game. I just no, don't and, enjoy and it. I, as much. And I think this this whole year one, because obviously we're all at the majority of the games. <clears throat> the experience down the street at Market, it's just it spoils it, you. It, it. I I will agree with that. Yeah, because it's shorter. I, I, it's clearly it's new, so everything's a little cleaner. Not that the you know Bush Stadium. Well, I, I don't know. I don't go, it's, but it's, it's really nice, clean, etc. But the vibe, the environment, the amount of time you spend, I I don't know. I yeah, I, I I can't see myself going to a Cardinal game. I don't hate baseball. I don't. I really don't. I hate the NFL. It's actually one of the things that ri- I hate. NFL is actually written on Is that my your notes. topic? That was one of the topics. Uh, I get it. But I don't hate the MLB. I don't hate baseball. It's just if I'm going to have a choice to sit on my couch and watch a baseball game, which I probably won't because I don't even have a package to watch baseball anymore, I, I, I just I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't enjoy it. And I'm not opposed to anybody who does. I think it's great. Well, so you mentioned NFL. Uh, one, one, of the, one of the things that caught my attention is this complete fervor over Taylor and Kelsey, Tay Tay cracking me up. Like, love it. Like, I, I, oh, okay. How many games has she been to now? Two, two, two. Um, I saw. I think the Journal, or maybe it was on CNBC, which is why it caught my eye because it was on financial news. Yeah, <laughs> they reported that the uh, the ratings, the percentage increase in women women viewership of NFL games the last week was up something like 40%. Yeah. And the only common denominator was Tay-Tay. Kelly, well, no. break, it, break it down for me. Honestly, it's it's not really, like, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan or anything, but what I'm thoroughly enjoying is all of the TikTok videos <laughs> yeah. of the wives saying Pranking to their, their husbands. husbands, like, this Taylor Swift made this Travis Kelsey famous, and, and the husbands are just like, what? Nobody's ever heard of 
uh, Travis Kelsey until until Taylor Swift came along, and the, just the husband's reactions to what what are you talking about? Like he's one of the best in the league, and I actually was telling Jared this the other day. I I have been watching so many of them and just cracking up. It they're just thoroughly entertaining. Here, here's what amazes me about the whole thing is like she is literally a no longer a third world economy. She's a middle global economy. Every she's she moves billions of dollars at this point. Well, she's read, like she has the same effect on the NFL, not to the same degree as Messi does with the MLS. People are are that are watching NFL, specifically the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Those forty percent women they weren't there to watch Kelsey. They were there to see. Oh, uh, they are now. Well, maybe now. He, he's not that's, bad that's, on the eyes. That's the goal. Yeah, like, but the majority of NFL players, like, dude, he's got Stan Kroenke's mustache right now. Get him. Give me a break. And I will, I'll tell you what, I will shave my beard. Here look comes like jealous Jared. Well, yeah, he's, he's looking pretty street. good. Here's not my jealousy on it, and this is maybe my. <laughs> uh, this is maybe my. He loves this mustache. Penny take here because. If you saw the game and you saw her standing next to Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, and Hugh Jackman, who cares about that guy? You but Jackman. a lot of people. I do. He's Australian. Wolverine. I don't care. Yeah, Blake awesome. Lively is thirty times hotter than Taylor Swift. She has been my actress. number one favorite. Like Taylor forever. Travis Kelsey should try to move in on that. No, no Ryan Reynolds gonna... is the most gorgeous man alive. How? Do you recall Stop that, that Ryan loud, Reynolds is one of man. the men that Zach said he would actually marry? <laughs> yes. It this was is Ryan not... Reynolds, and who is the other one? Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Yep. Who would you rather? Look, I would rather have a, a pint with Ryan Reynolds than Kelsey every day. Oh, without question. Yeah. Without question. I mean, Ryan Reynolds is way better than Travis. Well, Kelsey. I love the one meme, and it, well, there was a couple of videos, reels, where they were joking about Ryan Reynolds being there. He's like, "Oh shit, this American football yeah. sucks." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, well, I don't know. I read somewhere, and I don't. I wish I remembered the exact statistic, but it said like uh, Taylor Swift. One of her concerts brings in, I believe, it was more than Kelsey made in his entire contract or in one year. I, like, I know that's a big difference, but uh, do, tra- did Travis either Kelsey of you guys ain't, he ain't read poor. that? Uh, I didn't read that. Taylor Swift looks like Drew with I, lipstick on. She's just a tiny little thing. I just, uh, I don't know. Why is he in? Why is he interested in that? The money. No, uh, there, there's going to be a prenup in that. He's I mean, got his own they, money. They all run in a circle that is not normal. Like people like Travis Kelsey and Ryan Reynolds and and Tay Tay, like if 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 they are single, where are they going to go meet somebody? I'll take Blake Lively. <laughs> I would too. I think she is absolutely <laughs> the most beautiful like actress out there. Yeah, I mean, and they, she just seems cool as hell. Yeah, you know, so. Taylor's tour, you know, let's say that the average attendance is 50,000 because she was playing huge stadiums, right? At an average ticket price, because I mean, they were insane, let's say $1,000. That's $50 million in ticket revenue. And then you have, of the 50,000 people that are there, let's say 40,000 are kids with 10,000 parents. 40,000 kids are going to be buying a t shirt at 68 bucks a pop. Yeah, she's not hurting for money. I brought, no. uh, I bought a George Strait t-shirt, uh, t-shirt. Did you? Did no, you did. Oh, no, 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 no. One Remember, for him, you trade, no, you traded, you traded your None leftover weenies uh, at the porta potty with the dude that had the George Strait tank top. You didn't buy it. You traded that homeless dude for. <laughs> no, he bought, he bought three. 
None for me. And I also traded at the porta potty, but you did? I, I did, did you? you're not what? supposed to know that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. So he bought. Why didn't he get you one? I'm still wondering that myself. He didn't they, get me one or Emma one. There was five of us at the concert. They he didn't have your size. You did a bro buy. Mm-hmm. They didn't Is that have what your you size. Did? Right. Yeah. I did a bro oh buy. My goodness. Yeah. Zach, wait. What do you got, man? Let's let's get away from Tay Tay. Whoa, 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 whoa! You guys are skipping me. Zach's. You guys are all about Zach all the time. Zach, go ahead. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Zach. No, no. Go ahead. No, because mine's not that good. <laughs> I, I just wrote things down that we could talk about. They weren't my topics. You know where I'm going. Hey, let's talk a little city then. I'm going to interrupt both of you guys. Go. Uh, Lutz. Uh, remember, what was it, a week ago, two weeks ago, there was all the rumors kicking about uh, Saudi. Saudi League, et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, when you... Uh, there's still season left, so obviously him, the team, nobody's really going to say, hey, this is what's coming down the pipe, this is what we're thinking. But realistically... We've clinched the West. We're going into the playoffs. If we make a run and, and, you know, go to the semis, make it to the final, and even if you project a win in your in our inaugural season, do you think he stays? Because the demand for him and the money in Saudi and other leagues, it is going to be significant. It will, and you run the risk of not repeating and then your value goes down so you strike while the iron's hot i guess i I think it'd be hard to not take it but i don't know if he wants to do the saudi thing to me the saudi thing i guess it's a challenge but what do you get in other than the money which is a big deal for sure well uh, yeah i mean because you you talk you talk about these uh the players that are leaving europe in their prime going over there that are kind of mid mid level names you're talking generational money is what they're providing these guys. Right. But if the league doesn't continue to grow because the fan base is not, I mean, Saudi Arabia is not a massive, massive country. It's big, but nobody's watching it. You can't even watch it anywhere. Well, but it's not about the TV. It's about the cash. No, I'm saying if, if you're wondering about your legacy, if you're worried about kind of being in the limelight of any kind, I don't, I don't know. I just, well, here, here, was, here was my aha moment, the thing that I wanted to like kind of connect into the topic. It's, it's well publicized, um, and he even wrote a book about his travels, all seven continents, you know, uh, what was it, 30, 32 teams or something like that? Yeah. Like, he has a track record of mobility, and, and, and now you come over to this league with an expansion team, and do what he's done? I don't know. I think um, I'm going to take this from a selfish standpoint. I really like that Lutz um, was here. He's done a phenomenal job. There's no mistake in that. I think it's just another success story in our organization from that ownership group because they really hold all the cards with the Diego hiring from the city group. If he goes, then more power to Lutz, and I wish him well. If he doesn't go, then I wish him well. And it makes no difference to me what he does, to be frank. And that's just a selfish thing for me. Well, I I just think that you you know where I'm going with this, Zach, in so much that if we win, you're going to have demand from multiple different angles. One, for our people to go elsewhere. 
two would be demand for players within to renegotiate and you know absolutely reestablish value. Then you're going to have demand from outside players, outside interests that are like, come here? I want to go to St. Louis because they got shit going on. Right. So it's this demand whirlwind. You know, it's and- a great problem to have, and that's the way I look at it. You know, if if it comes to the end of the season and we've, regardless of what happens in the playoffs, that's going to happen. I think. I think there's a, about four to five players in this team who raise their market value by over a hundred percent in just the regular season alone. And Lutz did that. Bradley Carnell has done that. Hackworth. Hackworth. All those guys have really set themselves up. So they're all going to have options. It's going to be on the ownership group to decide how to continue on and, and what's going to be, you know, the most valuable asset to keep and fight for. And then you're going to have, well, (laughs) right. I mean, all of them. So, but you know what? That's a great problem to have after one year in the flipping league. I, I think longevity, it would be great to have all <laughs> those guys coming back next year because we had a really crappy year and we're going to rebuilding. And But we didn't. We had a great year. And well, clearly with Lutz and his track record, and I understand a lot of that he was playing. So maybe he has less control on what he goes because he goes where he's hired. But he's clearly not afraid to change. He, he's 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 lived in all those areas JB had mentioned. He's played in all these organizations. So, it, and I think you're referencing it. Would it surprise you? Absolutely not. Um, especially for a raise, you only live once. Well, I've my more way 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 more important part B of the Lutz question is because again I've I, I've been digitally skimming the book. He stole a penguin. He brought it back, but he stole a penguin from a zoo. So my question to you guys... And was it in India? I uh, don't remember that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the he, details. He got in trouble. He went to jail for it. Yeah. Um, what? <laughs> you didn't know this? Yeah. No. I, it, it suffice to say, our beloved GM um, took a penguin, waterfowl, <laughs> a- Antarctic <laughs> waterfowl, uh, from a zoo that he wasn't supposed to take it from and it, it, well, yeah, I it think that, yeah it's, it's really funny so my question to you guys to steal the penguins yeah he was also involved in so, a scheme go ahead well Point. no go ahead finish he was also involved in a i don't I, I don't want to misspeak but it was something to do with sports betting or point shaving or something in that deal where he was accused of something very serious that he was afterwards proven not guilty that's where he spent the time <clears> in jail yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Okay. But he was proven not guilty. Yeah, so like this guy's an interesting... Correct. He's, you know, the, the Dos Equis commercial? He's one of the most interesting men in the world. Oh, that, why did you give that away for free? <laughs> Their social media team's going to be jumping all over that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so here's my question, though. You get, you get a hall pass, and you don't have to do time. Kelly, you first. You go to the zoo. What animal are you stealing? Definitely a penguin. <laughs> what would you take? Oh, I'd take a lion. I would want a lion. How are you going to get a lion? I have there? no idea, but the, it's it's a hypothetical question. Yeah, well, you, you, I, I tell you why because the few ooh, times that I've been smell bad though. Oh, they smell like like really dirty sardines. Like, like living with Jared. Every animal <laughs> smells bad. No. Is there an animal that smells good? Uh, nope. 
I think my cat smells Tuna. lovely. No, she stinks <laughs> like a son of a bitch. I mean, I can't stand that thing. Zach, what are you stealing? Probably the uh, Galapagos turtle. What, the way There's a lot of thought into that. I mean, really, I think yeah. he's been asked this before. What are you guys going to sit around and read? You know, no, I just think they're cool because they don't need Mouse a lot Tom. of maintenance. I mean, they just kind of let us slowly walk around. <laughs> they're boring. If they get out, I think I can find it and chase it down, you know, and it's going to live forever. So that's why, you know. Well, don't you think it might miss you? Like if you become attached to it? He knows you're dying first. It'll just be a generational pet, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Hand it down. You don't feel bad about it. <laughs> Jared, Jared what are you I'm going, I'm going mon- that one monkey that's got the, like the, it's fully haired, but then he's got the, just the little butt cut out where it's like just bare butt. Like, I can't not look at that thing. Like, every time I see it, it's hilarious, dude. Just the, like, the human butt monkey. You're the one with the different size butts. <laughs> yeah. Like, the, they look like they sat But they're, on like, something they're all just... black or brown, and then they just have this, like, it's a big Caucasian red butt. butt. No, it's red. Is, no, it's is it pink. Red? It's I pink. think it's pink. Yeah, it's pinkish red. Uh, you know, yeah. it's a slapped Caucasian looks butt. Like a, looks like a tumor. Jared's, Jared's the guy that the, the staff is yelling, please quit scratching the glass, please. <laughs> But I like the monkey butt. I didn't That's realize weird. you guys have been to the zoo together. No, I'm saying staff. I know how the staff plays. <laughs> JB That's is coming up. <laughs> All right. Zach, what you got? Kelly, what you got? Other than... I, so I, I want to have this conversation. And it's something I brought up to uh, a couple different guests we've had on. And I know it's never going to happen. It won't. But if we could get creative and talk about a relegation system for the MLS, like our own. Like if no rules applied, if there wasn't a $500, $500 million initiation fee for San Diego. It won't work because in, in our model, Kansas City would be relegated every year because of JB. No, but uh, yes, for real. <laughs> like could we create a system that incentivizes teams to not be at the bottom and not just put out a lackluster product and there's no accountability, other than tickets. Well, what if what if what if they did a graduated scale, like a salary cap, right? And you get bonuses uh, in the tiers. You know, you at the end of the day, what are we going to have? Thirty teams? Is that right? Thirty? Thirty? How many? We'll have we San Diego be thirty. 30. Yep, yep. Yeah, so thirty teams, ten, ten, and ten. Top ten get X amount of money. You know, middle ten, and so on. I mean, because right now the only incentive that he has a supporter shield, which is a whole nother topic. We got to talk about our boy Pat Noonan and what he said. Uh, that was coming up. That, uh, I, we'll do that next here. But I think I just keep getting fucking bumped back. No, you're not. <laughs> Go ahead. Jesus. But I, I just feel like, well, Missouri State and the weather—it's been covered. <laughs> we got in uh, to what is it? Not the the some championship league. It's not the Champions League, it's but it's the CONCACAF Nations. Yeah. It's the, or it's the CONCACAF Champions League. So being part of the top two or three within your division gets you into that. Other than that, there's no real bonus for making anything of your season. Well, and it could be argued that a lot of that is, uh, to a degree, detrimental when you have burnout, especially in a system that St. Louis plays. If you're playing high press all the time and you add two, three other cup competitions throughout your season you know I mean, that's the, that's the thing about the european teams you know the premier league teams in particular that we follow the most 
when you see them year over year in their Cabaro Cup and FA Cup and Champions League and Europa, you're talking at that level, on average, two games a week, which is a lot for the speed, size, intensity, etc. There's no recovery time. And yet you still see the same teams at the top. In MLS, you know, these other cups, unless it's super financially beneficial or what are you going to get out of it? God, I mean, you got to be asking yourself, how important is it? Well, you you saw how City performed in the... um well, let's let's, that cup was. let's talk about Pat Noonan. So, Jared, you you saw it too on Twitter. I did. You know, they won the Supporter Shields. For those of you listening, Supporter Shield is the team within the MLS that wins the most points, can't be surpassed. Which, in other leagues around the world, that's, that's a champion. That is how you win. Period. You get the most points, you win the league. Yeah, they don't have conferences. Yeah, and there's no playoffs, nothing like that. Yeah. And Noonan said the other day. Uh, paraphrase quickly I, I think this is to a degree more important, more valuable because it shows longevity and success over the length of the season as opposed to potentially being hot for the playoffs Yep. what's your thoughts on that Jared? Um, I have a multitude of thoughts there first off I'm going to go back to our, um, our inter- interview with him he specifically talked about the supporter shield, we talked about it mm-hmm. um it means a lot to the players and the 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 meat and potatoes or the the organs of the organization it means a whole hell of a lot to those ki- to those guys now he got a lot of backlash and taylor twelman was one of those guys that actually and they're tight he kind of pushed back and said the mls cup is where it's at but great job pat so i i, I mean I'm, I'm just going to go with what Pat said. I mean, if it means a lot to him, great. If he won it, great. And yeah. he's being a little bit humble going into the playoffs, mind you, because they are fucking hot. They yeah. are, but I think it's just a weird way to... It's it's kind of like... I, I'm trying to th- drum up an analogy, but to say that the supporter shield is more important or even it's equally as important... The I don't think he said play- that. Yes, he did. No, I don't... I didn't he say he that alluded way. that it was, for him personally... Equally. Uh, well, no, I, I, w- I would have read that press interview as more valuable than yeah. MLS Cup. Okay. The way he said it okay. and it was uh, an interview like ver- like yeah, it was video at the training interview. center yeah. that we play at. Yeah. He said it was as important or not if if not more than the MLS Cup, something like that. Yeah, and, and the way I think about it is fundamentally I agree with him. I do yeah, think but that's not the way it is right now. No, I I let me finish. If you are the supporter shield winner at the, at the end of the season, regular season ends, you everybody played 30, uh, 38 games? 37. 37 games. You play your 37 games, and you're the best. You've got the most points. I think it's 34. It's, it don't matter. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Whatever the number is. That's pretty impressive. But if you don't win MLS Cup, it's almost as if there's always going to be an asterisk. And, 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 and unmeasurable. There's no metric other than the fact that you didn't win the cup. It's the same in hockey, the President's Trophy. We, Bingo. The, Bingo. the Blues have won that in the past with some of the best teams they ever had and then got bounced oh, in the, the first pr- round. Pronger Kachuk years. Yeah. And so that means you have the best record in the all the conferences of hockey. So it's the same same thing. Now, it's American sports model. It's the American sports model. Which and is I, different. And from I Europe, agree Europe. with Pat that if we want to move, 
goes the whole relegation thing too. I would love it, but that's not where we are. Here's the other thing that it does for him that he's also speaking on, and I'm reading in between the lines, and maybe I shouldn't because I'll get in trouble there, is they are hot, clearly. The MLS Cup has to go through Cincinnati. Well, not yet. They, they Not could, yet. They could lose. There's still a chance. Um, on decision day. If they day lose in the playoffs, yeah. during the playoffs, there's already, uh, is it New England? Who I don't even know. In, whatever. It, that, there's other teams, which brings us to... Last night's game. Last night's game. Right. <laughs> you know, in the, the city fan group page, and everybody's like, oh, we were expecting to lose. Not a big deal. Let's throw it away. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. You have to get these points because if you are looking ahead... This is not checkers. This is chess. Right. Get the points because if you get to a certain threshold, then only Cincinnati theoretically could have beat you to home field advantage for the final if you make it to the final. Yeah. I, I, so I looked at it. I talked to Grady last night. We were watching it before he had to go to, to sleep before to get up to go to school. <laughs> uh, I made it to halftime. And what I saw last night was there was one team that needed to win just to even have a sniff to stay alive in the playoffs and one team that if we win that's good it's good but we don't need to they didn't need to to stay in the playoffs and so there was a major major difference in the tone in the energy the other piece of it and this is such a technical x and o's thing playing on turf it's it's a difference yeah it's not a massive difference, but it does well, have but, an impact. You both, watch how Blum plays. Yeah, but both teams are playing on turf, so it's. But one's know, a home team on turf. It doesn't matter. The majority of their away games are on grass. Yeah, so, that's why they did better at home. <laughs> well, but that's the point. Again, I'm not saying that's why we lost. That's not. I'm not giving an excuse. What I'm saying is, you had one team that had something to lose. You had one team that had more to gain. I'm strictly yeah. going by appearance. Was that the first turf field ever put in Canada? Did that look like the oldest freaking turf it, field in the world? It looked. <laughs> it looked like it was from the the uh, where the the Blue Jays used to play. Uh, I mean, yeah, Joe Tron- Carter hit Toronto back to back home runs yeah, in the World yeah. Series there, didn't he? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, I mean, it looked a little rough hey, to me, but I want I want to shift gears a little bit because I, I want to circle everybody in on this one. <clears throat> that is. Um, you go back in time, you look at, you know, Jared, you and I in particular, um, high school years, when it was time to prepare for college, it was generally after your junior year, you got your grades, you take your ACT, you know, you have your fall seasons and scouts start coming around, knocking on doors. But now all, all, all four of us are going through this process and every other family that is you know, in competitive sports right now, the way the NCAA rules work simply is this. Once your child exits sophomore year, June 15th of the uh, following the sophomore year, colleges can reach out. We are all going through these conversations right now, as are hundreds of other families. <clears throat> and, hit it first. And our kids oh, yeah. are freshmen and sophomore with decisions coming up so much faster than they've ever come up how do you how do you guys feel about kelly i'm gonna start with you how do you feel as a mom 
looking at Jared. Uh, at, at Jared. Forget about looking at Jared. She's got googly eyes. <laughs> googly, googly, googly. <laughs> you know, you, you look at you look at Drew, and you see all the work he's putting in. He's a good student. He's a freshman. He's having fun. He is a kid. He has. He can't drive. He can't do a lot of things on his own, right? But yet you are now forced. We are all forced to start to think about college. How how are you managing? Internally, these new expectations at such a young age. Well, I'm very lucky with Drew. Drew is one of those kids that when he knows what he wants, he he sticks with it. So he's known the college that he has wanted to go to from a very young age. Um, there, there's two major colleges that he would be very happy at either way. I've, I've tried to press the issue of one, um, obviously, Jared's kind of pushed back a little bit on that and said we need to hold off on sending letters and whatnot. Uh, but I think next year we're going to really hit it hard. But Drew knows what he wants. Like, I, so, so he's he, let's be clear. He's an exception to the rule. He is. He knows very what he much wants. So, Zach, the stress on a fifteen-year-old, fourteen, fourteen-year-old, fifteen, even a sixteen, you know, going into junior year, you've you've lived it with. Your daughter now is a freshman, just like my yep Keller. Yep. Is it too much? It is. I think. I think it's too much, um, <clears throat> and it's it's exacerbated by the fact that you know our our boys specifically. This doesn't apply to everybody, but our boys are playing for a team where several of their their peers are getting homegrown contracts, playing for UPSL, playing for City Two, playing for the first team. So, in addition to the college pressure, which we all consider. Normal. likely path yeah. normal path there are still that hope in the back of their heads that they're going to get called up because they see it and so in addition to that that college decision making pressure there's also the well am i a failure if i don't get a homegrown and that's a, a real thing and it's it's unfortunate because i we try to counsel them that no 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 if you go to college and get paid to play soccer that's a massive accomplishment that a very, very small portion of this country and this world get to participate in. But because they can see it, literally, they can look up while they're training and see these guys, there's an added element of pressure that is just, it's not there for everybody. And so I know I'm not talking about, you know, the majority, but specifically in our family, that's a massive conversation that we have on a, on a regular basis because you want your kid to shoot for the highest level that they can get to, which in our world is the MLS, maybe Europe, right? Right. So you don't want them to go, well, I mean, I could, I'm shooting for that, but I'd be okay with going to college. Like to them, realistically, college yeah. is a, a secondary <clears throat> goal. It's not the primary goal. Their primary goal is to play professionally. And I'm not speaking for Drew right. or Beckett, but I can probably guarantee that if I ask all three of our boys right now, they would all say their goal is to play professionally. And the number one way to do that is to get a homegrown contract. Well, high right schools now. I, I doing, agree. High schools are doing the same thing because Ke uh, Beckett literally got in the car today. He's like, oh, today we skipped the English class because the counselors came in talking talking about uh, uh, c career path, uh, career choices, this and that. And all these kids. Now, mind you, these are freshmen in high school. We're all forced at the high school level across athletes, non-athletes, et cetera, just a public high school. What do you want to be when you grow up, right? Yep. And uh, 
in, in hindsight, you know, looking at my own life, looking, you know, and I'm, you guys probably will agree with me. How the, how the fuck do you know what you want to do? You don't. At 14. I mean, uh, and then no. you put something on paper. I did. It, well, then you put something on paper <laughs> and she's like, I want to find Jared Bertrand. No, no I, I wanted to be an accountant since I was like 11 That's years old. Yeah, Man- Mandy, Mandy wanted I'm to be an educator. I'm enough I did it. How she many, how many abacuses did you have as a kid? <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. I just always knew that. You don't know what an abacus is? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you a googling. Welcome to my world, Kelly. I mean, you deal with it a lot more than I do, but right, not, okay. not not being recorded. Jared, you went through the process. Uh, you went you went through the process. 16, 17, 18. 14 and fifteen is a lot different than sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. You know. Um, excuse me. Um, I got mixed feelings. Um, you know, if you talk to me and ask me this question tomorrow, I'm going to be a million miles an hour. And I'm kind of been in this place where they can't contact him. Um, Kelly had mentioned letters and whatnot, which what we'll do is everything will come from him, um, not us. Um, but we're kind of in that mold right now where take care of what you can take care of. Take care of your grades. If the grades aren't there, you have no chance. Take care of your play, healthy, sleep, eat, all that stuff. And then, you know, I'm calm about it right now because I feel like he will have his opportunities if he takes care of the two things that I just mentioned, two or three things, whatever that is. And so I don't have a crystal ball. And you, I, I agree with you and Zach on the, the, the pressure, if you will. But I, I just... I, the question's more about the pressure on Drew, though. What do you, what do you think he's feeling? Well, I don't think well, he I, has any pressure right well, now. Well, I, 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 I think the pressure is spread out across... Yeah, I don't think he has yeah. any pressure right now. Because there's also pressure on the siblings and everybody. Because they're all sitting at the same table and... They're listening and they're watching, you know, because Max and your Beckett, you know, they're young and they're watching this process and they're like thinking to themselves because they've heard some of these conversations and I can't imagine they're not freaking out a little bit like, oh my God, I want to stay nine. I want to stay 10, you know? And one of the challenges too, and you guys experience this, it's a little different maybe for Drew because he's got, you know, three or four kids that are kind of in the same boat in the same area. But like for, for Grady and for Beckett, they're at a school where they're the old, maybe one or two that are going through this process. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't know what these kids are going through. And so they, they see the kids walking through with their soccer jerseys on or their volleyball kits on or whatever. And they're getting high fived because they're the cool kids in school. Our kids are working their asses off five, six, seven days a week with a goal to play right here. And nobody knows. And so there's yeah, not back, only the pressure, it, but there's it. also this, this ambiguity and, and, and kind of loneliness to a degree. Which is part of the argument that the other argument has right. of why you should play in your high, high school. school. Yeah. So I get it. I, and that's why I've always been sympathetic to that idea. I'm not sympathetic at all because I, I, I still to this day, <laughs> and I'll say it right now, and I love these guys, relationships with all of them, it's all ego. They, If they truly cared about developing players, which I think they do, they they would do it because there's other kids playing on behalf and they're developing their no, players. No, but there are also. They want to win state. And I do That's not want to open this flipping can of worms. I just do think that there are elements of playing in that environment that they cannot get out here. Well, let me ask you, Kelly. Do you believe leadership? Yes. Uh, 
Drew's only, you know, one month into his freshman year. Uh, you know the lifestyle he's living uh, at the academy. Uh, do you think he's missing out on high school experiences? No, absolutely not. The only thing he's missing out in on is, like, he wants to go to this, the football game tomorrow night, and he's got practice. So he's going to miss halfway. But as far as the actual experience of him playing, no. I, I no, I don't think so. It would be cool, maybe a senior year after he's already committed somewhere, uh, just to have fun. If we're lucky enough. I, exactly. Yeah. Just to I have mean, fun and be able to hang out and play with his We might friends. have talked about that, though. Yeah. But no, I, I, I think he would say the same thing. He would pick where he's at any day. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I, I, that that even what I said, Grady wouldn't trade it. Yeah. But there well, are times where he's, I mean, he's got a good group of friends that... They playing. can go to all the parties. They can go to all the, the stuff yeah. at school, and he can't because he's traveling or because he's got a game or he's got training or whatever. And that's those are sacrifices that, Jared, you might have had to make. JB, you might I have did. had to make. Absolutely. I yeah. didn't have to make those, so I didn't have to deal with that. That's a, an, another, uh, it's just another element that goes into the equation for the pressure conversation. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You just didn't show up day one in Springfield with that angelic voice. That you, took work. You had to, that took work. <laughs> well, that's, that, thank you that, for bringing that up. <laughs> after talking yeah. to Drew and Beckham after going to homecoming parties, I don't think either one of them were very impressed with them. I think, honestly, it was more like afterwards Beckham just said, you know, it's being the one kid or the, the one of five or ten kids that doesn't drink, he'd much rather not go. No, that, that's it's, that's absolutely true. Yeah. It's, it's more the just the... The whole and this is a truly American only problem. Like it's not. This is not an issue yeah. in pretty much any other country. It's just. It's really an issue in ten states in this country. Yeah. Yeah. And really ten metropolitan areas in this country. Yeah. True. If you really think about it. True. It's. It's. it's we've we've talked about it. It's ten. It is. It's. It's uncanny that we're because we're consumed. No. No. With no, it. no. No. Hold on. Let me. Let me back up. I'm not specifically talking about not playing in high school. The, I, for your high school soccer team. What I'm saying is the sacrifice, experience. the high school experience yeah. by being on a high level. And this goes for gymnastics. Swimming. We have friends that are, 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 are massive gymnasts that are in the same boat. They are sacrificing that experience. That's what I'm talking about here. Yeah. The playing for your high school team is a, a totally separate conversation. I'm just talking about the fact that they don't have a normal what about every normal. kid that doesn't play a sport? Are you saying they don't have a normal high school experience because they are on the chess team or they play no sports? No, that's I mean, no I'm not saying that at all. No, 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 I, th no, I think high school kids across the board, whether they're athletic or they're into EA yeah. or whatever, yeah. they, kids are so hyper-focused within their lanes. Their thing. That whatever it is. If know, it's EA sports or eSports. That, 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 that the integration, the... You know, even if it's the greasers and the jocks back in our yeah. day, right? Where there was still there was there was clear cut overlap. These kids are all living in silos, and no, that's it's true. stressful. That's what I'm saying. I get that. Here's what I'm doing, and and by no means don't take any notes of what I'm doing or Kelly's doing. Um, but since high school has started, and the preseason time three weeks before it started, or whatever the math is, at least weekly. I have asked Drew when it was just me and Drew, not joking, would you rather play high school soccer and then go into high school basketball and do something club-wise in the spring? 
And I said, it's okay. You're not doing it for me. You're doing it for you. You're not doing it for mom. And every single time to now he's getting annoyed with the question. You just asked him last night. Stop asking me the question. I will tell you if that's the case. I want to do what I'm doing. Yeah. and That's the most important thing. Dad, I don't need to have a funner time. for. Yeah. (laughs) No, here's the thing. And Every they want to do it, but they exactly. miss out a little bit. Too. They do. They, they, it's, it's, That's all I was saying. Is they, yeah, they, they I miss get what out you're on saying. some because if they have friends that are not in a in a lane like that, they're constantly being asked, "Hey, can you come to this thing? Hey, yeah. can you come to this thing?" And they're like, "I I can't." And just saying no to your friends, it's hard. Well, and it's a sacrifice. That's all I'm saying. It's not because it has nothing to do with soccer specifically. Right. It could be anything. It could be cello. No, it could I get be it. chess. It could be whatever. If you're at the top level. And you have to do extra trainings, you're sacrificing. That's all I'm saying. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to sacrifice ourselves and save the listener that made it this far, which is like Jared and nobody else. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to call the ball. Guys, that was fun. And girl, Kelly, thank you. Thank you. You were like, we're on the fence when you walked in. You were like, I don't know about this. Kelly, the laundry's not going to do itself. Oh no, that's what I have you for. <laughs> right? But Boy now toy. I wonder who's making dinner. <clears throat> oh, I got a pork roast in the uh, crock at home waiting for me. We're going by Webster. That you're going to add another 30 minutes to, to your <laughs> seven-hour drive? Absolutely. Hey, guys, thank you very much for joining tonight, sitting down, having fun. Guys, uh, I enjoy this. You guys have fun? Oh, yeah. I love, I love it. it. It's like back to old school, dude. Yep. I love it. It's like back at Wellspent. Remember it those is. days? Oh, yeah. Well spent where we couldn't afford guests. <laughs> I would love to go by Well Spent and pick up some of their fest beer. It's that time of year. Oh, it is. Uh, maybe on the way home. Well, here we go. Man, it's delicious. I'm going to roll this out. Anybody know this one? Come Blue on. Eyes? <laughs> Come on, homeschool. You know this one? I do. Happy yeah. Oh, this is <laughs> I mean, I, I know the song, it's time. Hey, thanks, uh, Maggie O's, for hosting us. Really appreciate it. These uh, lemon pepper wings are not going to eat themselves, so we're going to get off the mics, finish these off. Uh, Bill and Chris, thepinnaclealone.com. Appreciate all the support. Crescent Plumbing Supply, thank you for, you know, keeping those designs fresh and flowing. Yep. And as well, axespt.com. Keep fixing those kids because they need to get out on the field. And Maggie's get that scholarship money. Do you, are we? I'm gonna try to get this stained glass picture in the window that's got the city crest on it. Just don't take it. I'm I'll gonna, cover you. You'll cover. You don't don't do that. I, I'm not gonna take. You have it. a history. Yeah. <laughs> hey, right, we're, we're out of here, guys. Don't. I mean, don't. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Quick like, follow, share. You know the deal. We'll catch you next time. Until we're out.